This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everybody, everybody, everybody. It's a hard word to say. Welcome. Uh, We have Dan St. Germain on the show today. He's a cool guy, he's a funny guy, nice guy, decent guy. And uh, I got some uh, upcoming tour dates. I'm going to Hawaii. If you live in Hawaii, you're lucky. And I'm going there June 18th in Honolulu, the 20th in Paya. June 25th, I'm doing a headlining show in Los Angeles at the Lyric Theater. Then I have dates in Asbury Park, New Brunswick, New Jersey, Iowa City, Milwaukee, Madison, Ogden, Utah, Spokane, Spokane, Seattle, Bellingham. And I'm going to be adding a bunch of others, so check them out. At Todd Barry on Twitter, ToddBarry.com. Feral Audio brings you this podcast and a lot of other podcasts. Go to FeralAudio.com. Check out all their podcasts. And uh, here's Dan St. Germain. So, Dan, what brings you back to New York City? Oh, this podcast, Todd. Thank you for having me. I've been waiting in the Whole Foods for I did, six months. I did fly just you Facebooking. In. I did fly you in. You did. You flew me in six months ago, though, so I don't understand what the point of that is. <laughs> well, that's was. what people do. You yeah. know? I don't know how other podcasts treat people. they got to be on call. I fly people in and t- give them six months of housing. <laughs> that's no really money, nice but I, I give them six months of- No, I really appreciate that. At a, not a five-star hotel, but like a like a like it's a solid three-star hotel. Yeah, Hampton Inn. <laughs> Hampton Inn, New York. There's nothing wrong with the Hampton Inn. No, nothing at all. What uh, what brings you back to New York? That was a good riff. Um, I, yeah, I know. We're killing it. I got a wedding on Friday in Vermont, and so I, I'm doing like Will, Larry Wilmore on Wednesday, and then a gig in Vermont on Thursday, so I figured I'll just do the ah, Northeast thing. Now, th- was the wedding the anchor of the whole thing? wedding was the anchor, and then I tried to... I wanted to do a Wilmore, so I asked if I could do it when I got there, and then... I'm doing a gig in Burlington. Then we're doing our, you should do our podcast. We're doing our 100th anniversary episode. Holy shit, 100 years. 100 years. (laughs) What is your podcast? It's My Dumb Friends. It's me and Sean Donnelly. Okay. He was just on this. He was really good. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Okay. It's your 100th episode? 100th episode. I'm easing up on my 100th episode. That's great. Yeah. My uh, Mike Lawrence was giving me shit because we live in L.A. and New York. We live in different cities. So this week we had no episodes. So we did a best of episode like it was fucking Seinfeld or some shit. <laughs> like you couldn't and, just not have and, one that yeah, week. Yeah, I could not have one. But we're like, oh, we got to make sure that we keep doing an episode. And our producer put it in front of like a gold album like it was Sergeant Peppers or some shit, you know. And I was like, fuck it. Just keep it going. Well, it's kind of funny. Yeah. And, you know, if it, if someone listens to the best of, maybe they'll want to listen to full episodes if they've never listened. <sighs> that would be a mistake, but yeah. But uh, it was funny to do best of. Yeah. So let's go to this wedding now. Did you uh, you get the wedding? Where in Vermont is it? It's in Burlington, I think. So I got a uh, gig right next to it. So I'm like, higher ground? The wedding. Are higher you, ground? Is that the place you're playing? No, I'm playing this arts festival. Oh. Nectars. I'm playing Nectars. 
<laughs> Everything in Vermont be good. doesn't sound like a comedy venue. It doesn't uh, even sound like a music venue. It sounds like a breakfast Yeah, it's place. either pot or uh, yeah. or, or peach juice. <laughs> the uh, Yeah, I did that recently. I got invited to a wedding in Athens, and then I just, you know, I went on a little southern, a southern tour. Yeah. And then you feel like a little less, uh, not that I wouldn't go to the wedding, but you just feel like, Oh, I didn't just spend eighteen hundred dollars to go to a wedding. Right. Yeah, jeez. So expensive. But my friends are all worth it. So don't if you're listening and I went to your wedding, I was totally happy to be there. <laughs> I have two good friends. I mean, I'm going to my good friend's wedding and uh he's like doing it in Austin with his but they both live in LA. I'm like, just do it in LA. No, they never do it in It's a, easy. They never do it where you can get to. It's always like Yeah. The last two weddings and and they're all, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I can make fun of them. They're my friends. But yeah, they, they're so, always, I mean, I was, I was there was no one who was like up, where was you like, could, uh, there was no wedding where it was like, you just take a train here and then you get off and you get in a cab for 10 minutes. It was like, right. well, you can get a train, like, but then you have to get in a taxi for, it's a $190 taxi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're just like, and then you, it puts you in a weird position because then you start really evaluating the friendship. Yeah. And you're like, eh, I don't know if this is worth this. It's like when you don't get invited to a wedding and you realize, well, I, Maybe I dodged a bullet there. You do, but then you also have the fuck you. I'm not important enough for yeah, a wedding. There's both of those things. Yeah, I paid Work. for your lunch that one time. <laughs> we said hi to each other, and I, <laughs> I didn't get mad at you when I when you asked to go ahead of me. Yeah, at this whatever club. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, it's fine. Have you been to Burlington before? Yeah, it's great. It's pretty cool. I, love it I haven't there. been there a long time. The uh, so that's what brings you back northeast. Yeah. Why did you leave here to begin with? Uh, I was working on a show for Fox, and uh, then that didn't go. So it was like a combo of that, and then Best Week Ever ended, and then me and my girlfriend bro- at the time broke up. So those three together, I was like, well, I guess yeah, you I fled. just get out of here. You Are you know? glad you did it? Yeah, kind of. I don't know, man. I miss it really bad. I'm back here, and I feel like I'm hanging out with the ex-girlfriend who's now doing well. You know, like, uh-huh. this is like, this city is awesome. I really miss it. I mean, I hate the weather here right the now. The weather, really? But it's, it's so humid. It's, see, I consider this nice. Really? Well, it was fucking... Well, I'm like, uh, I'm way heavier than you, and I think that that, that's, that has to do with it, too. Well, I, I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> I guess you were. I see it on a note card in front I was of you. Say, well, I guess you're heavier than me, so it would be different. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's my only note about you. <laughs> Remember, he's heavier than you. <laughs> and you got that fucking beard. You must yeah, regret that beard. Yeah, you committed a bit, to that. But though. I got like no chin, so I got to do oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that why you, yeah. you're not a cool guy then? Yeah, I'm not a cool guy. How long have you had that? A couple years. Two years? Years, a couple years. Years, years. Did I know you before the beard? I don't know. I, you may have met me once when I didn't have it, but I, I don't know. Yeah. We don't want to talk about your beard. I only call, I called you sir the first three years we met. <laughs> yeah, finally, why'd that stop? Well, curious why that stop. Then you threw a quarter at me out of your carriage. I said, here you go. You, you, you can now call me Mr. Barry. <laughs> Where are you staying here? I'm staying at Mike Lawrence's couch. You know, I forget that he lives here still. Yeah. He seems like a guy who moved to L.A. He may at some point, yeah. Because I don't see him very. I see him like at festivals in in Texas and stuff. Yeah, I think he's still out and about. I don't know, but yeah, it does it does seem like whenever I'm in New York, though, I see everybody. So, yeah. you know, it's fun here. Oh, it's great. What? Uh, where do you live in L.A.? Hollywood, across from Jumbo's Clown Room. <laughs> you know that place? No, I don't know what Jumbo's. It's, the stri- it's that like it's not really a strip club. It's like a variety 
sort of place. I mean, they're really beautiful where, women. Where there's a variety of naked women. I mean, yeah, it's like but burlesque, strictly. but not as naked. Oh, there's like like snakes and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like they like wear like clinky shoes and stuff. Not uh-huh. like, uh, not like, like, like they're good dancers. Um, which almost makes it worse because you can tell they're trying to get discovered opposed to like a normal strip club in Tampa where they're just doing it for their kids. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, there's no talent scouts coming into no. into a place in Tampa. But yeah, there might it, not be any coming into Jumbo's Clown Room. Either. I, maybe. I think there are, yeah. I think that well, it's just like... But it is. I, I was expecting because I heard how much of a dive it was. And then uh-huh. I got there and I'm like, oh, these like most of these girls are hot as fuck and... They're, and it's and it's like they're all really talented. They all actually know how to dance. So you live like in the Hollywood, like Hollywood Boulevard kind of Yeah, area? like right there. I've stayed there a bunch of times. It's kind of a... In Thai Town. Oh, in Thai Town. That's, that's a little calmer than like Hollywood and... Um, oh, yeah. I'm not like... Uh, La Brea, La Brea that's or whatever. Brutal. Um, the good thing is like I'm, I'm a 15-minute drive from everywhere. Really? You know, so that's good. But it's... Uh... Do you ever take that uh, that subway you got there? No. I, I still don't even know what it is. I don't know. I think I'm the only one How is it? in or out of L.A. who's ever taken. I think I stayed at a hotel once where it was, it was super convenient, so I got it. Oh, and I stayed in downtown L.A. once because it was, scary it was cheaper there. hotels. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, I don't feel like I'm in L.A. No, it's scary. There's parts it's of like it. It's like 70s scary. New York down there. Yeah, I saw that uh, documentary about Skid Row. I think there's a few of them, but I saw one. It's pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. There's that one hotel where all the serial killers have stayed, like Richard Ramirez, and then another guy, this German serial killer, and then this this one, that one lady, do you see that viral video of the lady who was like, I think she was an Asian lady, and she was like doing these weird dances in front of the elevator, like uh-huh. looking terrified, and then they found her a week and a half later in the septic water or something, she dra- drowned, she crawled into the water cooler of the hotel and drowned, oh my and they God. only discovered that because the water was tasting funky. Oh, uh, I, lo- I went right from like pleasantries of where you lived. <laughs> just like I just saw a video of a guy. I mean, this is one of those videos where you kind of go, you kind of feel bad that you enjoyed it. But yeah. there's a guy. It's like uh, security footage of a yeah. guy sitting like at a coffee shop or something. And this guy walks by him, then turns around, comes back, grabs his phone. Runs out in the street, gets hit by a car. <laughs> and you're kind of like, oh. I mean, he didn't look like he died, but it was it was kind of, you couldn't help but go. Yeah, you're like, well, well you were happens. You were stealing some guy's stuff, and then you ran into the street, curiously. <laughs> it's a weird place to run. It's like, hey, where would be a safe place to run? How about, in a, you know, they'll, I'm sure they'll clear the streets for me because I just stole a phone. But, uh, yeah, that was that, was that one. Um so do you, so that you live in the gritty part of Hollywood? Do you dive um, into the grid at all? Do I dive into it? Yeah, I walk to get cigarettes. That's about it. <laughs> well, that's gritty. Smoking's very gritty. <sighs> very gritty. I wish I gotta stop. You gotta you gotta get that book that everyone gets. I bought it and then I stopped reading it because I wanted to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I read this, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna stop smoking. Yeah, I needed this book to stop. about stop smoking that I bought. <laughs> no, I heard that book's amazing. That book does work apparently. Um, Pat Dixon was telling me he would work for him. There's a lot of people. Working yeah. I, I should stop though. I'm 31. I think that that's when how long you need to smoking? stop. So I was like 16. Really? Yeah. So nonstop. I'll take off. I took off like a year here, a year there. Yeah. All right. I won't give you shit about it. Yeah. But, uh, stop smoking. I really should. I think you've had your, you had your last cigarette today. Um, I still have a pack in here, but yeah, after that, you want to throw them out in my celebrity garbage can. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you were working on a show out there, and then, yeah. then what happened? I just passed on it in yeah. January. Was it for, who was it for? It was for Fox. Like a, was, a sitcom? Mm-hmm. Or a, okay. And, uh, yeah, so then I was on the road for like two months, two or three months. Nonstop? Not nonstop, but I did like three weekends in February. Then I was here in Toronto in March, and then three weekends in April, so... Pretty much. Where'd you go on those weekends? Uh, February, I was in Virginia Beach, then um, Wisconsin, then Chicago, and then I was in Toronto, New York, and then I was in Boston, Grand Rapids, and Kansas City. Those are all good cities. Some of them. You didn't like all of them? I didn't like all of them. Do you want to talk about which ones you... I mean, the la- like Kansas City was a little rough, but... You mean the- but maybe are you talking about the shows? Or are you talking about the actual city? The shows were uh, it was a little rough as far as like policing there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't okay. like so uh, yeah. yeah, you had to deal with some shit. That's the thing with comics. You how was that city? Oh, it was terrible. Oh, was what was wrong with it? Oh, the show sucked. Oh, okay. but then you'll be like Appleton, Wisconsin, great, and they're like, what does there do there? I don't know. This club is good uh, though. Not bomb. <laughs> not bombing is what I Are you playing all comedy clubs? Yeah. yeah well, Toronto go. was like I don't know if you've done that Toronto comedy bar. Comedy bar. That's they a good that. place. That's yeah. a fun room. Yeah, but it, it's like places. he kind of does a hodgepodge, like a couple places. Oh, does he book other places? Yeah. Yeah, that's like a real comedy fan's room. That is a comedy fan's room. Where they're there to see the show and not sell a million drinks or whatever. Yeah. Like, you're like, how is anyone making money here? Well, don't say that. These guys think they're being overpaid. I mean, <laughs> it's time to send out an email. Yeah, that's how you know it's good, though, when you're like, this has got to fall apart. In yeah. Two years. Sometimes it does, though. I've done rooms where you're like, I'm glad I got in here while I got in here. Cause right. Never ever is a way you have like Denver and Madison, which will be good forever. Yeah. Did uh, Do you like being on the road? Yeah, I do. At times. I thought I didn't, but. You seem like a You have the vibe of yeah? a road guy. Yeah. I I think it's fine when you're single and I'm single and it's fine, but if you're not, it, it can be rough. I think. What do you uh, What do you do after the shows? I don't drink anymore, so yeah. Uh, I I don't really do anything. I mean, I'll try to, you know, get something to eat. <laughs> you know, that's about yeah. it. Um, and I, I used to, I you know, if I'm not getting hammered, it was it's like either, you know, I don't know, like I'll meet somebody at the show. Sometimes I'll go out with the comics if they're not weirdos. Right. Right. You that's know. yeah. There's always that. Uh, there's always that sort of. Uh, all right. This person seems like they would be deep. This is better yeah. than just going to my hotel room. Have you somewhere. ever had that thing where you like you invite somebody? You're like, I'll go with this guy, and then all of a sudden, twenty minutes in, you're like, this is going to be a fucking nightmare. I don't know. If, um, I've probably had that, but I've also had, uh, which I'm sure I've talked about the, uh, where you like you you slip out, then people are like, oh, where are you going? Oh, where are you going? And then all of a sudden, you're like. Oh, now I'm just out with 30 people. I don't know. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. I, that's... Especially because you never meet a girl that way either. Like, ever. You know? If you do well on stage, you do. Uh, yeah, that's true. No, it's not. Sometimes you do. But even then, it's like not like... You've got to like... It's almost like... I've got to like convince a woman that I'm the only option that night. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if there's any other guy around, you know, I've got to make sure that uh, she knows that this is the best thing that's going <laughs> right now you should just tell them because women like confidence so like, hey i'm your only option tonight i know you see there, i know there are other options ignore the 50 other guys around me who are also <laughs> options trust me you gotta start uh you gotta start playing some like uh, rock clubs or something yeah yeah i should that'd be great but like a lot of times with the rock clubs like sometimes they're awesome and sometimes you can't draw 
Yeah. You know, so you're just sitting there and there's like 10 people who showed up. Right. And then you feel really bad for the, whoever's running it. Well, it depends on what they paid you. Yeah. Well, that's my favorite thing. When you'll do a weekend and then they'll be like, you didn't draw. And I'm like, yeah, you also didn't pay me draw money. You right. paid me not. You paid me off weekend money. We only made $30 for every dollar you made. So uh, <laughs> we only made a colossal profit this week. <laughs> And then they'll be like, you know, and, I, and they'll be like the next week there'll be somebody who'll come in and they're getting a flat rate of like at least 10 grand or 30 grand, you know. Right. And, and then you're like, well, well, yeah, I know I didn't draw like that guy, but that's why you paid him that much. Exactly. You know. And also, like, I used to resent the uh, <clears throat> when they would send you around doing all this press. Like, this is before I had any yeah. like bonuses or, you know, sellout bonuses or percentage deals where they're just like. So I'm running around to yeah. get more people in, and if I get more people in, I get zero percent of that extra money that I brought <laughs> in, and I'm you know, and I'm doing the shows. But <laughs> yeah, you're just like, why am I trying? I can complain about doing press all day long. Have you worked overseas at all? No, I'm going to Israel tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. What club are you doing there? I'm doing the Funny Bone. No, I'm uh, <laughs> doing the Tel Aviv Funny Bone. Catch a rising star. <laughs> uh. No, I'm doing some place called Zappa in two different. They have two different locations, mm -hmm. I guess. It's just you. Where yeah, I don't. Whole American but, tour. Uh, oh no, no, it's not. They're not bringing over like that. Oh. Would be nice if it was. Yeah, that's gonna be a cool trip though. It's a like a like ten How or eleven hours, ten or eleven hours out each way or something. Approximately. Is it New York though? Right to Tel Aviv. Yeah, it right? is. It is. So that's good. Got some movies. What movies you got? Well, I rented an intellectual movie called uh, Mr. Turner. Have you ever seen any Mike Lee movies? Oh, I love that artist, but I've never seen... Yeah, it's a movie about him. incredible. And then I got uh, some documentary about a wrestler someone told me about. Iron Sheik? No. Hart? Hart? Red Hart? Maybe, yeah. Is it the one wrestling with shadows? Possibly. I heard it's good. It was fun. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun? Yeah, I'm a wrestling fan. Though, so. Are you really? Yeah. Did you see the movie The Wrestler? Yeah, you were great in it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wasn't looking for that. <laughs> You've also been holding, like, this is the cue where you talk to me about how great I am in The Wrestler. That's what I say to anyone who says they're into wrestling. And also anyone who doesn't say that. <laughs> it is great. I mean, that's it's a great movie. You were great in it. Have you done much acting? Yeah, I've done a little, but not like not like a ton. I was just in that Whoopi Goldberg pilot. Oh, really? Jane Fowler. Didn't go. Was that a Netflix thing? No, it was an ABC thing. Because there's no not going at Netflix, is there? Like they just no, I think they greenlight the whole series, for the most part, or so they or they don't, or they don't. You was you, Jermaine, and uh, Jermaine. It was me. I was I was only in two scenes. I was a small role. With but Whoopi, it was, I was with Whoopi. Yeah, I heard she's very nice. Very nice. Very cool. Um, it was Jermaine, Whoopi Goldberg, Ernie Hudson was in it. Um, what's his name? Fucking great comic. Uh, he was on. And I can't remember his name right now. And I'm just going to drive me nuts. Uh, Roy Wood Jr. Okay. I know then, Roy. Uh, yeah, then me and then a few other people. I don't understand why they make these things and then not put them on the air. I don't understand. It seems like they waste so much money. Like, it's also yeah, like someone that's famous as Whoopi Goldberg, and, and they're still they're going, no, sorry. I don't Whoopi. care. I mean, that you know, my buddy Henry Zabrowski was in a pilot a couple of years ago with Matthew Broderick and... Uh, and I forget who else. Patton Oswalt, I think, was in it at one point. Uh -huh. And was produced by Lauren Michaels, and uh, it didn't go. Like, who's telling Lauren Michaels no? I, I just think everything's changed. How can you argue, you know, even, like, a new episode of, like, Broad City or, like, some great show like that, 
it's not going to do as well as like a rerun of Tosh half the time. So it's like it's hard. I think people don't have the fucking they, you don't have the you know the stand. They there's no story. There's not as many stories now of like when Cheers was so terribly rated and uh-huh. it was a huge show. Oh, you mean they don't let a show? They don't let a show breathe. Nurture it or yeah, they, they don't don't, like it the Breaking Bad thing is like almost so rare that they let that breathe. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the way uh, the music business used to be also, where like if you sold like 20,000 records or something, they'd be like, hey, that's a good little start. Yeah, no, they don't no, care now. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's what I've heard. I might be exaggerating. I mean, it's, am- it's amazing that like some networks do as like, much content as they do just because of how much more like, hey, we could just play Red Dawn and it'll get more ratings right now. Yeah, and it's also uh, interesting how many people can watch a network show and they'll cancel it. Like you go, yeah, it was only six million people watched. Well, that's, You're like, what? That's kind of a lot. Of, maybe they wouldn't cancel one, but right. or millions of people, and they still, man, that's not gonna work. It seems like some people, like Comedy Central and and FX, they're like green lighting a ton of stuff, so that's good. Yeah. At least Do you have? A, can you bring that idea you had to another network? Or did well, they... that wasn't my idea. That was I wrote another show that didn't go. No, it was a network show, so I'm gonna have to think of something else. Oh, they came to you, or I did one for Fox. They passed, and then I was just acting in the other pilot. Oh, I see. So, that's good, though. You can you bank a little coin. That's right. Just put it right up my nose. <laughs> you put it right. Uh, yeah, I couldn't think of a funny thing. To say. <laughs> I couldn't think of a funny thing. To say. So, do you you want to? Is that what you want to do? Do you want to write? A, you want to write um, and be in your own show? Is that your? Yeah, I just don't want to go broke, man. <laughs> I really, you know, being back here, I love doing stand up. I did like five shows last night, and I was like. Did you excited. where did you where were you last? I was at the stand in New York Comedy Club, just bouncing back and forth. Oh, that's that's very convenient. Right? So convenient. I love convenience. It was Those great. Are like three blocks away. It was like three. Yeah, it was great. Oh yeah, it was so much fun. So I miss it a lot, yeah. a lot. But you know, I mean, I write and I do. I was like, like this month, I was like writing on a show, and then now that's done, and you know, um. So yeah, I, I kind of like you know, I I, just, I, I do miss stand up though. I miss it a lot. I don't know if that's just what I want to do. But you didn't but, stop though, did you? No, I didn't stop. Uh, I didn't get. I'm not getting up as much as I did in New York when you're opening in L.A. You know, is it because of you just don't want to get? Because I feel like I would go on less if I went in L.A. Just because they're like, oh, I get in the car at fucking. Park. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's that, but I think there's just not as many spots. You know, aren't there all those little ripoff rooms in L.A.? I mean, you could still get up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like next month, like I'm. I've got a big month there. Like I'm doing like probably like 25 shows there in L.A. Which is like, but New York can get up like fifty or sixty times a yeah. month if you want to. You know, only if you want to. Um, and it, it's just good because if nothing else is going on, you have that. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's like it gives you something to do. Yeah. What uh, do you have a lot of nights off like in L.A.? I have been this month. Yeah, What's I have it? been. But I've been. I I just I, don't, I haven't like I you know I got a couple friends I hang out with there. It's a very lonely, isolating place. I remember the first time I went there, I was like, I know, and I've met yeah. other people. They're like some people, like from you know Australia or something. Yeah. They, they go to LA. They don't know anyone. They're like, oh my god, this. What am I doing? Is, I want to kill myself. And, you have to get like in New York. You can like I lived in the shittiest apartment in New York, but you can do that in New York because yeah. you can just leave. Right in LA, you've got to live at a place that's at least okay. Yeah, because you're going to be there so much. Oh. Or even then, it's like I was doing. You know, like I was writing in Santa Monica the last week and it was like an hour and a half drive, you know, in rush hour from Hollywood to Santa Monica. And then, you know, you're there until seven 
and then you got to drive back. So then your day's pretty much done. What were you writing? This award show, Guys' Choice Awards, <laughs> the wars for dudes. Oh my god! Yeah, is it? Uh, are you allowed to tell me about that? I don't think so. Okay. Can you <laughs> I wish. I wish it's like the most low stakes. Not like tell. It's like like like, like spoilers for the Sopranos. I'm like, no, no I don't I mean can't. ask. Tell me who won. I can't tell you. But you can say what who you just Chris, said. What right? Chris Pratt is going to win? Uh, I don't. I think to... he already. I think that's already been. No, I mean it's it's just like a lot of those shows. It's like like literally you don't like you write for a couple weeks. But you don't really write anything until the week beforehand because they don't know exactly who they're booking yet. Yeah, I used to write for the VMAs. And then it's like the last week, everyone's like, whoa. And they would just, it was so much unnecessary kind of like, all right, Mira Sorvino and Kid Rock are going to need some banter. Oh, Kid Rock is actually going to want wants to do banter with Lenny Kravitz. So write 80, yeah. 80 pages of banter. <laughs> oh, Lenny Kravitz is canceling. <laughs> so it's Kid Rock by himself. Write a monologue for Kid Rock. <laughs> and you're just like, and then, and then but yeah, and, and then, then they don't use it anyway. And then the, the show comes on, you like, I didn't see one thing that I wrote <laughs> after four weeks of work, and yeah. I'm the funniest guy on the staff. <laughs> hey, that slipped out. No, that's not true. But at least, I mean, those jobs are at least that's. I mean, they pay you, and it's it's totally painless. Is it a writer's guild? Yeah. Ah, are you saying so the writer's guild? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, those, those sweet. Screeners that I don't oh watch ninety percent of, but I'm I think about <laughs> you. All Writers the, Guild, yeah, yeah. If you're in it for ten years straight, you get a pension, right? Is that how it works? Uh, I don't know. I I get those little pensiony things, and I but I don't. I know that if I God forbid something happened to me, there'd be like a certain amount of money that no one would ever find out about because I, I don't. Yeah, this is gonna get depressing. This is gonna get depressing. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about pensions. <laughs> All right, let's 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 turn, let's the, talk about let's IRA turn plans. the ship around. Let's talk about retirement plans. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about uh yeah. <laughs> Do you go on vacations? No, not really. This is a vacation. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's how sad my life is. <laughs> this is a vacation. Doing your podcast is my Doing your podcast is my I, I'm even a bit I think like I I got I may some I think I'm gonna not work that much this week you know so there there's my vacation just walk around and shit yeah i think so i mean i still i mean I, that's not totally true actually but i'm not gonna do i don't know man i, I guess i need to go on a vacation but what, 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 what i mean like with this like it's like it, it's hard for me to justify a vacation when i'll have like some days where i don't do anything all day yeah but that's you know, not like a, that's... In, in a on a tuesday or a wednesday I you know. know i some yeah if i have like three things that last 20 minutes each scheduled on yeah fucking man i had a rough day <laughs> it was a rough one i had to i had to get a haircut at three in the afternoon <laughs> that means i couldn't do something that lasted from 8 a.m to five because I, I, I you, know, you know what i'm saying yeah usually it's just three hours of emailing and then like an hour and a half of creative work do you do a lot of emailing yeah man i'm fucking killing it are you as far as emails oh my god i like email uh do you uh, do you answer fan email? Do you get fan? I don't e get fan email. No, I've gotten a couple messages on my fan page. Did you do a special? Yeah, I did a half hour. One was ago. two years ago. Yeah, you get a lot of attention out there. I uh, I got some, but not like it wasn't. You had one of the better like half hours. Two of the better, better half hours. Two of the better <laughs> half hours. <laughs> um, but no, I mean it's you know you get a little attention, and then they have a whole new class of people in it. Right. Yeah, I remember when I I did that somewhat early. No, I wasn't like in the first batch. But you're like, oh, this is this is like an elite thing. Yeah. And then you're like, 
you you know like then it just becomes like why did that person get one when all these other people have gotten one you know right these people you think about who did do it more than who did it who didn't do it oh i don't want to talk about that but there are people i know who are like come on let this person have a special yeah i mean it's uh i think it's it gets even scary because you're like most like you see the half because the thing is like when somebody does like a for their first late night spot or like a you know the first cut like a first five minute spot uh-huh. a lot of people saw you're like oh i can't believe this guy you know yeah, yeah. they just got to fill time but with half hour for the most part most of them are pretty good yeah because you can't get a half hour without having at least 45 minutes of usable material you see i think there are there have been people some stinkers well i think there have been a handful I mean, of people who, where I go, there's no way this person has ever been booked to do a half hour of comedy. And then they get More it. than five times in their life, and then they get a special because of whatever buzz. Or, whatever buzz they have. Yeah. They're not dues payers like me, man. <laughs> they're not, they're not dues payers. Well, it's, you know, like, I think it, the good thing about this, you get humbled very, like, because I did the half hour special, and then the next night I was in New York. And I did Greenwich Village Comedy Club, and I went downstairs, and I was playing for four people. Right? Yeah, so that's there's like, many oh, okay. moments like that. I um, I opened. I probably talked about this, but I opened for Louis at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Uh, one night, and then the next night I did the stand, and there was like a group of teachers, who are, <laughs> are, not always the most polite people in audiences. Yeah. And it was just like just doing the one of the shows where you're like you're just going. It's like a battle, and you're like, I just fucking did MSG. I just MSG. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, they don't care. They weren't there. <laughs> do you do How was MSG? I was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty I'd say surreal. So. Yeah, I. Uh, How many people were in the crowd? Fourteen thousand. Jesus Christ. There were about twelve thousand when I went on stage. They told me, and then uh, when will we get on stage? There's an extra two. Then, uh, then people trickling in with their with their with their diet cokes and such. 12,000 people. Yeah, it's a lot. It's crazy. But it's weird looking out at it. How? Because I imagine it's... Do you have to, like, pause differently between bits? Um, I just chose to, in my own way, to just kind of... Just kind of bulldoze it a little bit. Just rather than right. taking my time. I mean, I, I guess I took my time. I'm not saying my timing wasn't good, but I didn't kind of, like, walk around looking at for something else. Do they all laugh at the same time? Because that... That's... When I'm on stage, no, they, uh, <laughs> Louis, right before so I went big. on, he said, and, and I, he didn't need to tell me this because I'm, I've been sure. in the business as well. Yeah, you're, you're a pro. I didn't need to be Season condescended pro. to, but he, uh, I wasn't condescended. He, uh, he said, you know, they, they might not laugh at the first few things and because they're yeah. just getting settled, and that's true. And it took, you know, it would, it would have been weird if like I was the first thing that walked out there and Ooh. just was crushing from the beginning. Yeah, it would have been But it, then it just built and built, and then it was, it was pretty good. It's awesome. And then I was relieved, and I felt it's weird, like because it's one of those things where you like don't even remember it. You remember like a glimpse. Well, he's a, he is like he's a famous person who actually has a respectful audience, right? So it's like yeah, he does. They were. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there was things going out there. Like I'm sure there were. You know, if someone was talking in the last balcony. Hey, you guy, all the way up in the yeah. nosebleeds. Hey, guy, I'm six miles away. Keep whisper. <laughs> Inside voices. Do you um, where do you where you? So you got a bunch of LA shows. You got anything else coming up? Um, stand up wise, uh, I'm doing that uh, East Texas Festival. What is that? Next, I saw that on your website. I don't know. It's I I think it's me and Jimmy Pardo, and I don't know who else is doing it. I Uh, love festivals. 
Yeah, it should be good. Uh, and then I'm doing that Blue Whale Comedy Festival. See, I want to do that one as well. As well. As well, <laughs> Tulsa. Tulsa's a cool city. I've never been there. Yeah, I've been there. And then I'm in Indianapolis, and then I'm doing like a Northern Cali run in July. So, and then August, I'm, I'm free if anyone wants to just book me to hang out with them. You should do Edinburgh in August. It's probably too late. Uh, it's too late. Have Did you, you like it? Uh, oh, God, I've talked about Edinburgh so many times. It's a, it's, right. a, it's, a, it's a love-hate thing. It's one of those things where you're like, never again, and then a year later, you're like, I'm going to fucking show those fuckers, and I'm going to come back. I've only done it twice. But, right. And there was seven years apart. Was the second one better than the first one? Second one was, uh, yeah, it was a lot better. It was. I went from extremes. I went, my first time I was there, I was, had a midnight slot, basically, like 11.50. Oh did you have to do all your own promotion, or did you have someone there doing Well, it? Th- theoretically, they did promotion for me. But it's you're just, you know, a poster with someone they'd never heard of is not going to really just go. I'm sure that, you know, some people knew who I was back then. Yeah. But... but it was better the second time, but I had like a three in the afternoon slot, which it's awful. It's better than midnight, yeah, because at least they're not shit faced, and but it's Jeez. still a little weird. It sounds like I there's like so many things I'm like I want that. What that's one that I've never. But I think you would have. I mean, it, it it's a fun social scene, and uh, I hear like the people who do well are like people who are trying to be Bill Hicks. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know about that, but they. Uh, I mean, it also is a thing where, like, year after year, if you do it a bunch of times, then you get a following, and then you start actually making real money. But I heard if you shit on America, it's, like, huge over there. Uh, you know, it's weird, because I, uh, I did shows in London, and one of the nice reviews I got said that I did that they liked that I didn't pander. Yeah. And I kind of was like, yeah, because I, I don't like... I mean, I don't like when... When I see a comic over there who's American, do it just to pander as opposed to, I'm not saying you can't make right. legitimate criticisms about the country. Well, but. It's like that shit, that network, uh, RN network, RT. Yeah. That one. And then they have the shows on there. And I, you know, I like those guys like Lee and John F. O'Donnell are nice guys, but it's like, you know, they're like saying, Oh, do this, they have, I haven't seen. Yeah. They're shows. saying all this like scathing shit about, uh, you know, like how mayor works, but it's funded by the Kremlin. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're yeah. like, how much worse is, uh, you know, like it's not like the, the there's a good guy in your corner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've stumbled upon that network a couple of times. It's really weird. It's really surreal because they'll even have they'll have like people from you know the nation and all these places that I'll read, and I'm like, yeah, but what are, you guys are on like, you guys are acting like this is MSNBC, like a more liberal MSNBC when this is you know run by another oligarchy. Yeah, oligarchy. I like a nice Al Jazeera news station. I hear that's great. That's actually. A good one. Yeah, Mesker was telling me that's the best that, that one. I, I would watch it. You kind of watch. You go, oh, the, I'm watching the news. I'm that's not what watching I hear. I hear files. it's great. Well, I also hate, hate hear that like a lot of Middle Eastern countries hate it, like the you know the despots who control the countries because they're pretty honest all around, right? Um, Al Jazeera. They seem pretty straight up. It doesn't yeah. seem it doesn't seem sensationalized or anything. Where'd you go to college? Small school in Indiana, University of Evansville. Okay, so you were born for, you were born in Indiana. Yeah, Southern Indiana. I didn't even I didn't know that. Do you do you play that club in Bloomington? Yeah, it's great. That's a good comedy one. attic. Yeah, a I did times. a good one in in uh, South Bend. Oh, how was that? It's called the Drop Comedy Club. It's just this little weird club. It only seats a hundred people, and it just it's like a drive by and like oh my god, it's like a roadhouse. The Drop Comedy Club. Yeah, is it? It's still there now. Yeah, I just did it a few months ago. South Bend, you should do it. Uh, South Bend is is uh, I'm doing Indianapolis, the, a new one there, I guess. Like, what's 
It's not Morty's. It's not Crackers. It's like some sort of Joker's Wild. I think it's Joker's Wild in Indianapolis. <laughs> they have a third club. All I know is that Indianapolis is like one of my favorite musicians drank himself to death there. So Who's that? Jason Molina. Jason Molina. Magnolia Electric Company. And... Oh, okay. Were they like a... A jam band? No, he was. Uh, he was. He was like. He kind of inspired, like, uh, Avid Brothers or Avid Brothers. All those guys. Uh-huh. He was uh, Bonnie Prince Billy and all those dudes. Like those like new folk kind of guys. Right. And he um, drank himself to death. Drank himself to death. That could have happened anywhere, though. Indianapolis, though, seems like the the <laughs> Rome of drinking I've yourself only, to death. You know, I've only done one show there with. Uh, I did one with Louie. I think that's the only time I've been in Indianapolis. It was and, a good show. Yeah, I think it was good, but there was like a place that had two venues in it. Yeah. Ours was like a ballroom, and then there was a theater where the Goo Goo Dolls were playing. That's so random. <laughs> so this wasn't even too long ago. It was like, you're kind of um, like, oh, my God. Did Goo Goo Dolls get a good turnout? I think they, for some reason, I think I heard they had like a thousand people. I think I may have poked my head in there. And yeah. Done, done a quick estimate of a thou, of a K, which is. They haven't really had a big song since that's one from City Angels. Right? Yeah, I found it a little fascinating because it goes, you know, you walk by and there's backstages the Goo Goo guys don't. Go, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, like. I feel like that's a situation where the Goo Goo Dolls are more excited to see you. Right. Than you are the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, that could be. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder, I mean, I wonder like, yeah, you just don't know. You feel like everyone knows who they are, but you wonder like, I don't know. how they. That's great that they get a thousand people. Yeah, and uh, what was it? Uh, they have um, well, when we were in college, this one, this one band was uh, was at this part like this. We we couldn't afford. I guess the college couldn't afford it, like a really cool band. So they got that band better than Ezra. Uh-huh. And it had like one hit, right? And like you know, better than Ezra was on the tour bus, and they're like, "Hey, you should party at this." school at, at, at our house and they came everybody's like getting drunk and then all of a sudden like somebody's on the phone in the next room and you just hear like oh wait i remember better than ezra they suck oh and god ben ezra's in the living room like trying to pretend they didn't hear it oh man that's a little weird that they went to the party though i guess that they you know like they think you're gonna they're gonna get laid or i know that but that's just i, I think that's a thing that could uh that could be End up not sounding good no matter what happens. Yeah. Where you're like, not... oh, you hooked up with a guy. And... Well, that's what I always like. So people be like, oh, you did a college, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's probably a lot of girls. I'm like, the people who come to stand-up events at yeah. a college, first off, all look like they're 16. Yeah. And they all have that nerdy, like, you know, all the fucking cool girls are out party. They're not going to go watch your stand-up show. You right. The, um, do you do a lot of colleges? Not that much. I used to do more. Yeah, more and more. I mean, I haven't done. I hardly. I do like two a year. I think maybe. And yeah. I, I, as I get older, it's like, oh my god, you really feel like, oh, these are now, these are kids. These are kids, and they don't understand a lot of what I'm talking about. Yeah, I've 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 had some pretty hard bombs there, really rough ones. They don't always seem to care either. Like, there's never like you don't get a bad report. They just give you that stupid check, and uh. <laughs> You're like, All they right. got really. I, I remember I went to one after rehab, and I said, "This is like right when you couldn't say faggot on stage anymore." Uh-huh. And I said faggot like two or three times, and then I got a really bad review, and then I stopped saying faggot in my act. What Only was on this? podcasts when I'm describing the word faggot. <laughs> um, this was years ago. This is like, fuck, it had to be like. Three years ago, like no, four years ago, probably like four years ago. Can I ask what he went to rehab for? You don't have to tell me. Well, just booze and well, it was drugs booze. and all okay. that shit. Yeah, 
kind of a little bit of everything. Where do you where'd you go? Went to Seabrook House in southern South Jersey. Okay. These places are always in like uh cities you'd never heard of for the most part. Right. This one was like kind of like farm country. Like a Is lot that of the farm. idea? Is it probably better to be a little isolated? I think so. Rather than being near eighty bars. It, yeah, it's kinda of crazy, you know, because it's it's it you do like in that month span you see everything about people's personalities of like we're like this is bullshit this is right i was like dude you're in rehab for a month calm down you know right. what I mean? it could be way worse right you're getting this. better maybe. you're getting juice every day yeah you know yeah yeah because there's people who need to go who don't go so yeah so you know you should fucking enjoy it so that helped huh yeah for a little bit yeah for sure um I don't it all get... depends whether or not i mean i i did it basically just because I wanted to get back together with a girl, you know? And I was yeah. like, this is helping to prove it. And then, of course, I got back out, and she's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And you go, can I go again to rehab? <laughs> this time just for fun? Can I, if I do, if I lock it in with this second round of rehab. <laughs> uh, well, that was a nice gesture you made towards her. It was. She found somebody, though. Good for her. When you say good for her, you don't mean good for her. No, I actually do. Yeah. I, I almost said it like, you know, just good for her, just because it sounds like funnier and sadder that way. But I, uh, no, I. That's I, what we're going for. Yeah, uh, I'm at, No, I am. I'm happy she she did. Do you have a? Are you working on an album or something? Or did you I just did put, one last you just September? Put one out, didn't you? Yeah, well, a year ago it came out. So no, oh, okay. it's gonna take a while. Do you have something new coming out? Uh, <laughs> I want to new album. I mean, am I? No, I don't. I, I I'm, I'm getting that little. Do you itch. want to do a new one? That itch that people, some a lot of comics get every year. I and I get every five years <laughs> to put out a new special. Uh, yeah, I want to do a new one. I just don't. I never like. I've done specials. I never want that feeling. Your albums like, are great, man. Oh, thank I you. I have one of them at home. One of the you've had one out of four albums. <laughs> one out of four. Oh my home. god, that's... I have like five comedy albums at home. You made the okay. five cut. Who are the? What are the other four? Uh, it's Bamford's one. Uh, then, you know, I think I have two, like, feeling kind of pat and, and uh -huh. werewolves and lollipops. And I think I have, like, one of Canaan's. That's solid. Solid group. That's a solid group of company that I'm, yeah. I'm keeping. The, uh, yeah, I just, I just don't want, if I do an hour, I want it to be, like, every minute of it is good. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'll probably always not like something I did, but. How much, like, new shit do you think you produce a year for a stand-up I don't even know, man. I, yeah. I'm afraid to even. I would hate like if yeah. someone could give me that answer, I would probably not want to know the answer. Right. It's hard. It's but, really hard. Yeah. I don't I mean but you're kind of a you're a ranter, so that <laughs> I, I don't I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean you you're stuck you're not like telling like little one liners. So no, I'm not that, not that I'm not I am like either, uh I'm not also like a five minute bit guy, every bit's a story. I'm definitely not that guy. I Those guys I wish I was that guy. Fucking yeah. like five, like after seven stories, you have a whole new album. Yeah, like like, Bill, like a Bill Burr type, where he just yeah he goes to a store and then somehow talks about it for fifteen minutes. And that guy's uh, last special was incredible, the black and white one. Yeah, I, I watched a couple minutes of it. It's hard for me to watch anyone's comedy special. It is hard. But this one I thought was kind of easy. Yeah, no, he's great. I just don't. Uh, I don't know. You just you're, in you're just around it a yeah, lot. I mean, I always say like. Uh, the way you know, like, you've kind of turned into a real comic is, like, in the beginning when you're like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm on a show with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. But then when it turns into, fuck, Chappelle shut up? Now I'm going to be bumped, like, yeah, an yeah. hour and a half. What the fuck am I supposed to do for three hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a good, that's a good sign that you're I think it's a good up. indicator. Do you, um, what, what late night spots have you done? I did two Conans and a late night with Jimmy Fallon. 
Well, that was fun. Did you enjoy doing it? Yeah, they were real good. Foul one was so easy. Like, that was the easiest one. I you feel mean like. audience-wise? Or? Yeah, yeah, because just how tight the, the room is. It's just smaller. And Conan, I think, how is a tight little, in a good way. Yeah, yeah like, like it's physically smaller. Right. Uh, and to, Conan's a little harder, I think, because it's like this huge space. You've done it a bunch. Yeah. It's like a really big space. And yeah, I feel like it's that a little... Can be, uh, that can be tougher. I, I, you know, I did okay, but I didn't, I didn't like, massacre the way. Massacre the way massacre I the way you usually do. do. Yeah, I mean, it's just big. It's like you're a Roman Coliseum, and they're all stretched out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still had a lot of fun doing it, but it's like not. It's not a gimme. It's not like a Comedy yeah. Central spot, you know. But I don't know which ones. I think I, you know, Conan's harder, right? Letterman. Letterman was uh, was easy compared. I, to I, Conan. I hate to say anything's a gimme because that sounds just nothing's a gimme in life, right? But I know what you mean. Yeah, they're a very pumped audience. They're a very pumped audience. Letterman's audience was, they're just very excited. Kimmel used to be really hard, apparently. Yeah, did yeah I, did, I did one Kimmel, and it was not uh It's not easy, right? For me, I don't want to say everyone's going to have Well, I think they changed it now, and then they have all the comics go in front of like a brick backdrop now. <laughs> yeah, so, they so like, we're, at, we're at home. We're at home. Oh, bricks. <laughs> That's so depressing. Right. Oh, bricks. Oh, no place to escape. Oh, right. Oh, bricks. <laughs> Oh, thank you, thank you for putting the bricks up. <laughs> I, all these lights were freaking me out. <laughs> Just a couple of lights and bricks. Where's my stool? <laughs> do you want to do uh, an hour? Sure, yeah. At some point. That'd be great. <laughs> That's a dumb question. <laughs> I'd like to meet someone who says, I guess Leno's probably... Do you want to like find happiness and meet somebody? I'm like, yeah. I be... don't think Leno ever did a special, did he? And I, I think have that was no my idea. choice. I yeah I I heard that he didn't because then he didn't want to dump his material. Yeah, I could sort of see that. Yeah, because if I mean it, I don't know. I feel like I do special sometimes because cuts I'm supposed all his jokes. To. It's like fax machine jokes. <laughs> yeah, I uh, you know I sometimes feel like why am I doing the special? Like what's what do I get out of it? Except you yeah, know, it's you get, tough. I mean, money, it's, but... on my website I've got like three. You know, I have like two videos from Conan and then the Fallon one and then clip my half hour and then I'm like but if I'm on the road and a new bit starts bombing and I need to prop it up I'll be like alright well here's a TV bit well I don't I, yeah, I, 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 what's a TV bit what do you mean like I don't like here's the idea that the audience dumped. is going to stand up and go like, oh my how god dare you I saw that on a YouTube clip <laughs> you repeat how like, dare you I sir think, I think there's a handful of people who give a shit about that but I think I remember under. I really loved doing Conan the last time, and it was, and it was funny because the the first time I did Conan, like uh, I wasn't do it again. And then JP was like, uh, he told me like, "Hey, uh, the only problem is uh, you were moving a lot." And I was like, "No, what are you talking about? I wasn't moving a lot." Then I watched the first set. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Like I start off in front of the mic, and by the end of it, standing, I am in front of Conan. Oh, really? <laughs> like it looks like I'm on one of those rotating restaurants. And I guess because the I was just it was like ridiculous looking, but anyway, I did the second set. I put us it online, and somebody wrote underneath it like, "Hey, I saw this guy do this bit of Schenectady in New York. That's bullshit." Are you? So, oh my <laughs> yeah, God. calling me out from stealing from myself. Yeah, I like when they it's recycled. Well, it's not recycling. Yeah, it's, it's, like you said, it's your own. You didn't just do that joke in Schenectady and never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it like sucks too. You see musicians. Is there other people that stupid who think that <laughs> you don't have it? Like it's not an act. There are people, and and it just musicians have it so much fucking easier because it's just like well, play that hit musician. But then if they want to grow and not just play the song they're yeah unbelievably tired of doing, yeah. Then people, you know, it's just the best quote I heard about that was uh, 
I think it was, yeah, it was David Lee Roth. He's just said, when the band does a new song, it's like, hot dog time, honey. Time to get a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, everyone getting up and going to the snack bar or whatever. He played arenas where they have snack bars. Yeah, they definitely do. He didn't they used have, to have a... I heard Van Halen, they would have sex parties underneath the stage. He... Uh, I met David Lee Roth once. He came. Greg, I was at one of those parties. <laughs> I seriously, I was under the stage, just and they were just plowed by both Van Halen brothers. <laughs> no, there were. Um, he said, "I." He was at Comedy Cellar hanging out. Yeah, he used to hang out there a little bit, and he he saw some of us, and then he bought us drinks upstairs. Yeah, and I, I said, "Oh, you know, I saw Van Halen open for uh, Rolling Stones in Orlando like a long time ago." He's yeah. Like, Oh man, I had sex with two women. Like I think he said he had sex with twins under a stage there. Something it was one of those stories. But he said under the stage. But oh it was also God. the first thing he said when I said I saw you in Orlando. He it's didn't just those... go, Hey, that was a fun tour. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, we get it, David. You Yeah, I, like, I assume yeah, that you've had, had time fu- you fucked everything <laughs> at this point. I never doubted that you hook up on the road. <laughs> yeah, it's like um when uh when when David Bowie and Mick Jagger hooked up. We were like, they've just fucked so much at this point that, of course, they just ended up. They're they're what's left each yeah. other. Do you uh, do you think did they really? Uh... Apparently, Angela Bowie walked in on him. That's what caused the divorce. Huh? And the cocaine use from David Bowie. And what it must be like to be married to someone who's that huge a rock star. That's got to be rough too. Someone told me a funny story about Roger Daltrey. I guess I'm quoting what I secondhand what I heard that he said in an interview. Yeah. But something like uh I think Stern or someone was talking to him like, Hey, what did you uh when you got married, what did you tell your wife? I was like, Well, uh, honey, I as far as like cheating or whatever, he says, Well, honey, I I'm the lead singer of the Who <laughs> 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 It's kinda like it was kinda like, Yeah, all right, you you know what that means. <laughs> I am the lead singer of the Who. Most of the people I know have like if they're ma- like if you're a professional athlete or they have kind of like rules like really? hey not in our house, you know that's the rule. How bad it's like, it's pretty sad that you're like I want to be married to an athlete so bad that I don't care if he fucks around with me. It's just money. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just stability. Now I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna, have to gonna marry one of those M- WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany Grenier or whatever WBA the fuck her name whatever. is. I I she definitely makes less money than you. Really? Yeah, I, I, I was trying to do this short once. Like, it was a play on Bowler Wives, but it was WNBA Husbands, and then we just couldn't do it. But, you know, the whole thing was the guy trying to like, live large on $40,000 a year, you know, that his wife was making. They, <laughs> like, they don't make a ton of money. That's, that's, kind of, that's a funny idea. It was. I mean, it was a funny script, but we just never made it. Um... Well, what do you got coming up? Let's wind into some wind-down plugs. Plugs. Any stories you want to uh, tell? When is this coming out? This could come out uh, probably within 10 days. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's a nice, well, safe I'm a, range. I have, <laughs> I have a website. Um, well, I've been 10 days. What's you won't have a website? <laughs> I want a website. My, website, my a, URL expires. So I'm, I'm doing like, I guess next month, you know, I'm doing that East Texas Festival. Doing Where is that, that? Tyler, Texas? Tyler, Texas. Okay. Doing this Blue Whale Comedy Festival. And then I think I'm doing the CMT show and this Hulu show next month. I don't know when the Hulu one's going to What's CMT? College music? Is that... Country music. Country they're music. Like, oh. I think they're trying to. I think I'm doing the Josh Wolf show 
Um, Are you perceived that, as a com- uh, country comic? Um, yeah, I'm perceived as a country comic. No, I'm not. It's a, it's actually like kind of a crazy group. I'm like, none of us are really considered that. Um, but, uh, and yeah, then I'm doing some dates in July too. Okay. So, and it is dancestgermain.com, right? It's dot net. Dot net. There's some chemist who got dot com. I feel like those days of worrying about that are over, right? Cause, yeah, you just Google it, right? right? You Google it. It's not like, oh, he's got a dot net. What the fuck is wrong with that animal? Ooh, Todd Barry has dot com. I'll go see him instead. <laughs> He's playing in a, I have to get on a plane to go see him. It's just, a, it's just like a cat trainer, cat dancer. Actually, this is a story. When I was starting out, me and um, this dude, you know, Mike Lawrence again, we would do this five points show in Chinatown, and uh, we would go, we'd bomb most of the time. I had one of the worst bombs of my life there. Um, but the guy who killed, no matter what, was this poodle that was dressed as John Benet Ramsey, essentially. <laughs> I mean, that's what she and she would dance the Beverly Hills Cop theme music. Someone brought a pool to her to, master. Where was this club? This was at Five Points. It wasn't a club. It was like a like one of those variety show nights in, in Chinatown. Yeah, I never heard of that. Okay, Chinatown. But then the next day or the next week, we all did it. Lawrence like opens the bathroom door, and the fucking guy. Uh, who who's the manager of that dog has the dog bent over the sink and is forcing a dress on it oh i thought you were gonna say <laughs> something no, 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 no. like oh man <laughs> just go to... and then he fucked the dog but we would always we were always like bummed out we're like that guy got a that dog got a manager before any of us but it's also he's treating a, a dog the way john benet ramsey was, <laughs> was kind of treated as far as her pageant yeah the dog stuff. actually got off better than john benet oh my god that's oh that's yeah. I, I think if that's just I mean, but stuff like that, it's like he wouldn't trade that for the world, though, would you? Like being on that show. Um, as far as like yeah. being able to tell someone, oh, I was on a show. Oh, of course, with a poodle dressed. No, to like all those all those horrible stories. You never you never want to get rid of those. No, the ones that are boring, bad. You wish you could get rid of those, but yeah, like, that you, just wasn't good. Yeah, like yeah, those don't you you don't even bring up you know. Hey, there was a time the second show in Ann Arbor didn't go that well. I didn't go that well. Did anyone did anything happen? No, they just kind of stopped uh, laughing. No, just like you know the way some people laugh jokes that they were they weren't. Done. <laughs> so is that? What's your Twitter? Is it a DS Germain? DS Germain. And then we got a podcast, My Dumb Friends, my on dumb all friends. the comedy network. So that's cool. Well, thanks for being here, dude. Dan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no I problem. Appreciate it. And goodbye, everyone. See you soon. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub. Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.